The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780. ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Or get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, send a message. There's Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A.J. is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Missed the first hour. Somehow we got on uh, Deshaun's towel and the Texans again. I don't know. I don't know what led us there, but hey, it happens. But we've talked about some other stuff. A little Astros from the weekend. I addressed my choking ass Leafs, as predicted. I might add. Um, hey, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you saw this because, and this kind of bigger than a tennis story, which is why I wanted to get to it. That Naomi Osaka, yeah, thing uh, that she withdrew from the French Open uh, because she announced she was going to boycott the media. Because she has social anxiety and a need to protect her mental health. Now, the reason I find this interesting is because Zach Grinky kind of has been dealing with this for a long time. Yep. And, and so I, I get that she's kind of freaked out. Is it wrong to say that maybe she mishandled this a little bit? Because when the French Open find her, they said they reached out to say, okay, how can we do this? Rather than go to a press conference and announce it, shouldn't you talk to them first and say, listen, I, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. Is there any way we can work around this? Seems like maybe the the best way to go about things, but um, yeah, I, I think that b- both sides kind of mishandled things. I think her making the the deal of it that she did made her the story, right? Which kind of backfired. <laughs> That's not what she was going for, and then it wasn't going to change. Like, right? It, she was stuck at that point, um, but. I also think like there's got to be a, be a better way than fining her. And, and let's be honest, what, what, what do you what do you want her to say after every well, tennis match? That, that's like, the thing. I mean, what great insight are you going to get? I played really well today. Um, I mean, I and I guess I've gotten to where I don't really need to hear from athletes after anything unless it's something that was very controversial. Yeah, you know that that needs to be addressed, but. Yeah, I I get it, and I think we should be sensitive to people's uh, – because, listen, it, hey, we do a public job here. It, it's easy for me to sit here and be critical of somebody who doesn't want to talk or Cal McNair, who probably shouldn't talk. But it, it's – I understand that people do have real issues with that. And, and yeah, I, I give Grinky credit. I think he's he's dealt with this pretty well over his career because it's clear he's not comfortable, and that's – that's okay. But I, I do think there has to be a middle ground. There has to be some discussion. And I, I just, you know, I, I don't think it was handled very well. And I hope whatever the next one is, it will be handled well. And they'll, they'll figure something out. Um, somebody says she sucks on clay and was probably getting bounced in a round or two. Maybe so, but mm. I don't know. Like, it, it, hey. And that's the other thing. Like, only certain players are required to talk to the media because some of these players nobody cares about. 
And that's the the double edged sword. If you get good enough, they care about you, and now you got to talk. Yeah, to them. yeah. But you get bounced in the first round. Guess what? No one cares. <laughs> but I mean, kind of like the Leafs. Is it smart for tennis? And I don't know who the ruling body of tennis is. I'm not a tennis. Uh, I'm not a tennis expert. Uh, but isn't she like the number one player in the world? Two. Number two. Okay. Yeah. Is it good for your tournament if the number two player in the world says? I'm good. I don't really want to play in your tournament. Well, okay, as a non-tennis fan who casually cares, I barely know who she is. Now, if you tell me it's Serena Williams, I'm watching. But right. I, don't, I don't know who Naomi Osaka is. Now, this potentially, <laughs> maybe it's kind of like when Duke opted out of the tournament this year. Like, she knew she wasn't going to win, and so she's like, eh, you know what, we've just decided I'm not going to play because of this anxiety stuff. That's possible, but... I think if you're the number two player in the country, you pre- or in the world, you're probably giving yourself a shot. See, this is where I'm a horrible human being. If I'm playing against her, I'm dropping subtle jokes about that. Uh, and I wonder if she was like, uh, if she was having more trouble with the American media or the, well, the Japanese media, because Asian media can be pretty well, it, intense with their players. I guess I don't know. Um, I I don't know what the impetus for it was, but it, it it's like it, this becomes the story, and all she had to do was go to him saying, "Listen, I don't want to do media availability. I have problems with that." And and if they say, "Okay, that's fine. We're going to find you, but we're not going to make a big deal out of it. Nobody's going to talk about it. They'll just come out and say she's unavailable." That wouldn't that do it? Kind of works for me. So, I mean, yeah. I'm also curious as. To- what part of it does she not like answering questions period because i feel like most of these press things are done via zoom so it's not like she's going to be jammed in a room that size with 80 adults all screaming questions at her anymore now it's zoom and there's always an assistant there going all right raise your hands okay blah 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 from usa today it's your turn curtis said she beat serena and got booed for it she said that's when her issue started okay i remember that yeah but okay all right move on yeah. You know what? You know what you have? The trophy. Yeah. The money. Yeah. If you want to be the best, you have to have a target on your back. Right? Something uh, like that. You know what? Exactly, Aaron. What, what, what do they say in wrestling? To be the man, you got to beat the man. Or in this case, a woman. I, mm. But it, it, it's just, I, I think this whole thing turns into a huge story, and it's really like there's no there there. And I mean, it's, again, it's a simple matter of, Sit down and compromise. Yeah. People don't do it. It's getting old. Like me. I, I'm I'm almost to the point where I'm glad that I'm an old and I don't have to see what happens in this world in the next 30 years when you people handle it. When uh, your people are in charge. <laughs> so I have some updated odds for you. I mentioned, uh, we'll look at the hockey ones first. Islanders and Bruins are 1-1. Okay. I- Isles plus 175, Bruins minus 200. Uh, I-, I think the Bruins win that series. I'd like a better number on the Isles. You might want to wait till they go down 2-1. Uh, Golden Knights are plus 400 against the Avs. I don't hate that. Uh, not ready to pull a trigger on it, but if-, if there's only one way to play that right now. And then Canadians plus 115 against Winnipeg. That's the one I like. I'm on that. Your Avs are seven to five to win the cup, followed by the Lightning four to one, Bruins nine to two, Golden Knights ten to one. Yeah, there's there's no value there. Um, your current MLB odds: 
Your Astros have gone up. Uh, Dodgers are still the favorite. Okay. 13 to 4. Padres 13 to 2. White Sox 8 to 1. Yankees 17 to 2. The Mets 9 to 1. The Mets? Tampa 17 to 2? No, 9 to 1. Yankees 9 to 1? Tampa Bay 14 to 1. Your Astros 16 to 1. Okay. That's not, not that, not that, I yeah, mean, there I mean, might be value on Tampa. Uh, there might be value on Tampa at 14. There might be uh, a little value on the Red Sox at 18. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the I mean, otherwise, all, all the usual suspects are where they're supposed to be. So, 713-780-ESPN, 713-780-3776. Josh and Beaumont says, I don't know the details of the story, but when was the last time women's tennis got this much attention? Fair. It's true. I think it's the time we found out that Martina Navratilova was gay. I was like, what? I don't believe it. And then it turned out it was true. She was. She was more buff than most men I knew. <laughs> that, that that woman was just a... And obviously this was steroid era where nobody was getting tested. I mean, that she had muscles on muscles. You know, uh, you know, Andre Agassi and Steffi Groff, their son is like a baseball player. Yeah. Doesn't that seem odd? Like, you got the right genes for it. My guess, he won't be a Major League Baseball player. But he probably could have made it at tennis if they really pushed him, right? Yeah. I mean, how many great German baseball players do you know? And he's half German. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yep. See, I, I, I think... Like if you're, for some reason, if you're like a great baseball player, your kids can play other sports. Like a lot of, a lot of great baseball players will spawn hockey kids because it's a similar, it's a a similar skill hitting the puck, uh, shooting the puck to hitting a baseball. That's why, you know, in golfers to have that skill, that's why hockey guys hit the golf ball so damn far. But you know, like Mahomes dad was a baseball player he could have played baseball but pretty damn good football player yeah for some reason tennis parents like to me soccer parents should produce this gets back to my whole thing about how to get america good in soccer and our top athletes to be forced into soccer no we need uh, all of our our female soccer players on the world's best team hope solo to to go out and mate with the alexi lawless ronaldo's and the messies and those guys oh and then raise them here Okay. See, I have high hopes for J.J. Watt and his wife, although I don't know. J.J.'s kind of a big guy that doesn't really play in soccer. You need to be fast and lithe. But that that's my plan. Is like, Let's go breed all of these, these gold, medal win, winning, win, uh, gold medal winning women to the world's best soccer players. Okay. And then bring them back to the United States. And then 20 years from now, we're winning the World Cup, man. Maybe 24. I don't you, know. You'll be dead. You won't. Even yeah, I know, but you know what? The benefits. Over my dead body, they'll be saying, man, this guy got it. Fred knew all along. This guy came up with a plan, and thanks to him, we're able to celebrate and storm the field and tear stuff up, which is another thing that you guys are going to do. You, you guys need to stop doing. Now, what, what, what is all these fans running on the court? What the hell? It's a thing now. Uh, well, we talked about it last week. People are just getting more stupid than People ever. People just need to get their ass whooped is what needs to happen. Shame. You know, I I think the Rona took out the wrong people. These are the ones that should have taken out. 
I know people have been locked up, so you haven't had a chance to be in a hole for over a year. <laughs> been saving it up the whole time. Man, it's not just that, though. It's like we were talking about the airplanes. People are being jerks on airplanes. Yeah. There's road rage stuff out there that's worse than ever. It's like, what the hell, dudes? Can't anybody just chill? Did you smoke all your weed on the, during lockdown? Is that what it was? Hey, I'm starting to think people suck again. All right, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. They all suck. Everybody sucks. Everybody sucks. Everyone knows that. You know who doesn't suck, though? TGS, TGS Insurance. Uh, they can save you a bunch of money on your homeowner's insurance. Who wants to pay too much for something that you're hoping you're never going to use anyway? Well, TGS realized that people were probably annoyed by that. And chances are good you you bundled somewhere along the way, like with your, your auto or something, and you're like, I'm getting a really good deal. And maybe you were at the time. And then after the terms went out, like a year or so, now you're probably paying more than you thought that, thought you were. But you're just paying it because you don't, you don't realize it. You just get the bill. Oh, send it off. All right. Maybe you're even auto-drafted. <laughs> Ripping you off, Bubba. Well, guess what? All you got to do is text the word money to 232323. What they will do is ask for your address. You reply back with that, and within 15 seconds, you'll have a full and firm insurance quote right there in your inbox. If you like it, cool. They'll take care of the back end, get you out of your old policy, start saving you money immediately. If you don't, no obligation. Great, great chance for you to save some bucks with minimal effort. Text money to 232323. Start saving today with TGS. Thought we would ever be the couple to get knocked down and buried under the rubble like Bonnie and Betty. Ain't no hello kitty, cause like Wilma and Fred, we ain't set. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. So, uh, since we've already had religion appear on the show today, did you see what... Uh, Pope Francis said about basketball? No. I would like to say one thing with basketball in mind. Yours is a sport that lifts you up to the heavens because, as a famous former player once said, it is a sport that looks upwards towards the basket, and so it is a real challenge for all those who are used to living with their eyes always on the ground. Okay. Um, okay. Do you know what that means? No. No, me either. I have no clue. But it's a sport that lifts you to the heavens. I, I'm sure he's trying to do some kind of a fish-like analogy here where you should always be looking up and not down. I found that if you look down every now and then, you don't trip as much. That's just me. Okay. So uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad he's a basketball fan. Did you see that video of the Vikings trying to make a trade with the Panthers on draft night? No. Yeah, it kind of it kind of went video, but uh, viral. But uh, they were trying to trade up to the eighth pick, and I I don't know if they were trying to get Justin Fields or what. But um, but yeah, there's a video of them on the phone talking about it, and Vikings were trying to send their 14th, 90th, and 143rd picks 
to the Panthers for the number eight pick. Okay. It, it was assumed they wanted either Justin Fields or Rashawn Slater. But Panthers said no. Well, And then, then the Vikings wind up trading down. But I, th- I think it's kind of cool to get, unlike that stupid movie Draft Day where you're hearing it on, you know, it's all made up. It's always kind of cool when you get a... Well, can we agree that, I mean, while I know you hate it now, Hard Knocks, how cool would it be if HBO Films did like a Hard Knocks on the NFL draft? Like, uh, honestly, I'm, I'm so out on Hard Knocks. But like, I, if, I mean, it would be cool if, if a film crew were in the, in the if draft If you go room. into a draft room, and, and I mean, I don't think you'd have to do it as Hard Knocks. I think there's a lot of good things out there that could do that. Um, but I would like to see something like that, yes. Uh, that that might be a way to save hard knocks, frankly, instead of doing a training camp. Let's do the whole draft lead up with somebody who's got like a fourth pick overall. You know what the first pick, because most no. years you're going to know who that is. Boring. Yeah. Santos asked, are you watching the new WWE biographies on A&E? You've been pretty good so far. Some of those guys had major issues. I haven't, I haven't seen any of them yet. I uh, plan to. Robert asked, will the Falcons get more for Julio Jones than the Texans did for Hopkins? I think it's going to be similar. Um, well, th- it's going to be a win because they're not going to get a broken down running back back in the deal. Yes. But I do think that the market for wide receivers seems to be kind of fizzling a little bit. Uh, remember Juju? N- nobody was wanting him. Kenny Galladay thought he was going to be like a uh, a pretty high-end guy, and he ended up you know, back with the Giants. Or Giants were basically the only team in on him. Um, T.Y. Hilton wasn't a hot name. So I, I do think that while it's funny because obviously passing is becoming more and more, you know, important, but I, I don't think that he's going to, uh, to, to draw the attention and certainly not going to draw the attention like that Amari Cooper drew. Um, I'm I'm curious to see what he gets, but I don't think it's going to be. I, I don't I don't think the Falcons are going to get a first round pick. Yeah, one. I did see they were willing to accept a two, which means all the times they've asked for a one, they've been rebuffed. Yeah, as it were. So, um, and Bowser will see. You sure, you want to see the Texans draft process? No, I don't. I, not no. them. Anybody but them. Do you see that the uh, Pete Prisco put out his uh, his top one hundred players for twenty twenty one? No, I didn't. How many Texans do you think made the top 100 players in the league? Um, if any, there's one. Correct. Laramie Tunsil is the only guy who would make that list. Laramie Tunsil did not make the list. Oh, then, then it's a joke. Laramie Tunsil didn't even make the just missed list. And there's a bunch of tackles like Tyron Smith made it. Uh, Ryan Ramchick made it. Mackay Beckton. Tyron Smith hasn't been able to walk for two years. But he's on the just missed list. Orlando Still. Brown on the just missed list, but no uh Okay, then no I, Laramie Tunsil. The only Texan to make it, your boy Deshaun. Okay, that, that doesn't count. And he, he came in at number twenty three mm. and it says if he can remedy his legal issues, <laughs> he is still one of the game's best quarterbacks. He's coming off an amazing season where he led the league in passing yards, playing with a bad team. Uh, which he was a part of. Yeah. I mean, he was a big reason they were a bad team. I'm just going to say that. I'll, uh, I'll let you guess. I, mean, I always play the guessing game. You can guess the top 10 players in the league. I want to see how many of these you can get off the dome. Uh, Aaron Donald better be top 10. Number two. Mahomes better be top 10. Number one. Um, 
Derrick Henry better be top 10. Number 11. Oh, what? What? Yep, yep. How dare they? Uh, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, number 15. Mm. Okay. Don't tell me they got Brady in the top 10 still. Number four. Congrats on your Super Bowl, but he wasn't that great last year. Yeah. Uh, Rodgers has got to be in there because he won the MVP. three. Okay. So you've got five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten left. Um, hmm. What about Dalvin Cook? Dalvin Cook is number 19. Hmm. All right, now i got to put linemen in there, don't I? Uh, Miles Garrett? Miles Garrett, number nine. Okay. All right, I give up on the rest. Uh, number 10, Josh Allen. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Number eight, Russ Wilson. Okay. Number seven, Devontae Adams. Uh, wait, nope. well, you sure about that? Devontae? Well, that's what that's what Pete Prisco thinks. Uh, I'm just kind of curious because I thought Aaron Rodgers didn't have any weapons. That's true. So uh, Number six, TJ Watt. Okay. And number five, Travis Kelsey. I don't think I'd put a tight end in, in the top ten. Uh, Derrick Henry, Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill, Jair Alexander, and Jalen Ramsey, 11 uh, through 15, just mix, missed the list. Alexander might be a little higher on that on my list um uh, the aforementioned julio jones 28 okay lamar jackson 29 uh former texan tyron matthew 34 former texan deandre hopkins 36 justin herbert 38 okay uh chase young 40 uh let's see who else is of note uh Dakota Prescott, number 50. That based on before his leg snapped? Yes. I mean, it's, it's all got to be based on last year, right? If, if Herbert's in there. Zeke Elliott, 57. Okay, that this has got this is a weird list, man. That can't be from last year. Uh, I mean, are, is he just projecting going into next season? I guess season? that's what he's doing. No, then you can't put Deshaun on there. He's not even going to play. Numbers, well, if... If he remedies his legal issues. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, number 66, J.J. Watt. Former Texan J.J. Watt, I should have said. That's the appropriate way to do okay, it. So if we're projecting into next year, that might be a little bit high for him. Uh, yeah. 72, A.J. Brown. Okay. 73, from your Jacksonville Jaguars, Miles Jack. Miles Jack's a good player. Your new favorite player, one of them. Well, that's one reason why I like Jacksonville's roster better than I like Houston's. They've, they've actually got a couple guys that can play. Matt Ryan, 83. Saquon Barkley, 87. See, I think if, if you're projecting, if he's healthy, he's better than 87. Uh, Matthias Stafford, 88. Hmm. Um, Jamal Adams, 92. Ooh. Boy. That, that feels... All right. Uh... Three quarterbacks in a row, 93 through 95. Kirk Cousins. Pass. Kyler Murray. Pass. Joseph Burrow. Jose. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I don't think those three make my top 100. Yeah. Uh, and nobody else really. Uh, it's 97, Adam Thielen. But 
And Von Miller, the first first off the list, number one hundred one. They're saying Von Miller. Well, I mean, what's his? I don't understand what his criteria is then, because if Von Miller's healthy this year, he's one of the top one hundred players in the league. If we're projecting into next year, if you, if you're basing it on last year, let then, me see. Let's see what it says. Yeah, because uh, I mean, I, I guess I need to know what he what his thought process is before I I rip into him. It says quarterbacks drive the NFL in every way imaginable. Now it's more than ever. It's why they're pushing back against their employers. Blah blah blah. That's because their importance and value has never been greater, especially in an era of wide open football. My 2021 NFL top 100 list is just more proof of that. Uh, five quarterbacks in the top ten. Blah blah. Um, let's see. Yeah, he doesn't even. He doesn't really explain. Okay, then that's that's just dumb. It's, he shame, just, shame, Bell for he Pete just makes a list. Okay, well that's just now. Now he's just shame. He's just trolling for clicks and for us to talk about him. Maybe it worked. Yeah. In fact, it did work. Yeah, I did. I had another list of players. Uh, that was it was by Cody Benjamin. We'll get to that on the other side. It's the the top players under twenty five years old. Okay, that that at least has some criteria to it. That's true. There is is it twenty five and under, or is it under twenty five? So like, if you're twenty five, twenty five means you're too old. Oh, man. they don't want you over the hill. 25. That's right. Like twenty five year old lawyer Dave. Uh, I don't know if that's correct, but uh, I'll tell you what, he'd make a, a best lawyers list. That's for sure. And you know what, he'd be top five because that's what he does. He takes care of the blitzers and. Probably what he's doing right now. If you've been in any kind of an accident, and guys, I've been driving around a lot the last week. There's a bunch of accidents out there. Uh, 18-wheeler, industrial, workplace, slip and fall. Lawyer Dave is your guy. Or if you had a bad hospital experience and they messed you up in there, he can take care of you that way too. And here's the cool thing. He practices everywhere in Texas. He doesn't charge a dime for his consultation. So you can call him, and even if you, you have a different legal question, he'll put you with the right person if it's not something he does. And it doesn't cost you a dime. Here's the best part. He doesn't get paid until you win. So if you've got, you get in an accident and you need to go to a doctor and you can't afford to and he takes your case, guess what? They're going to take care of all that. They're going to send you to the doctor, even get you an Uber. Based right here in Houston, you can get him at 713-626-8900 or on Twitter at LawyerDaveLaw or at LawyerDave.com. Or you can just hit me up if you can't remember any of those. Need a lawyer? Better doll Dave. ESPN 97.5. We'll be right back after this break. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Have you signed up for our ESPN 97.5 listener email yet? You can get the latest information on what's happening with your favorite radio station, including upcoming events, giveaways, and a chance to be highlighted as our listener of the week. Head to ESPN97.5.com and subscribe now. All right. Let's, uh, let's hear this Listener of the week. What a prize. It's better that could than... be you, Fred. Nah, because I, I I'll be honest. I don't really listen anymore. Um, I just don't, I don't like any of the people on the station. Fair enough. Nah, well, here's what they did. 
Um, That's not true. I'm just joking. They said, why is age 25 the cutoff? Generally speaking, most top players into the NFL at ages 20, 20 to 1. That means their first contracts run right up to about 25. Doesn't mean superstars, uh, 26-year-old superstars aren't young, but it gives us an easy dividing line. Okay, what's the cutoff for a player turning 25? We're counting a player as under 25 as long as they are 24 or younger when the 2021 season officially begins on September 9th. Okay. So as long as you're under 25 when the season starts, even if you turn 25 in week two, doesn't matter. Okay. Excluded from the list, this year's rookies. So this is only guys who have established themselves in some kind of a way. So no Justin Herbert? No, he he does got Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, oh, okay. Jamar Chase, those guys don't. Uh, what goes into the ranking? Both past performance and projection, as well as, to a lesser degree, positional value. So it helps if a player has already been really good for three years, but it also helps if his future outlook is really bright. It also probably helps if the player starts at, say, quarterback rather than running back for obvious reasons. Try not to get too caught up in whether this ranking indicates where they currently rank or where we think they'll rank after this year. It's a hodgepodge of where they stand right now and where we think they're headed this year. So at least he gives some sort of a uh, an outline as to what he's, yeah, what he's it, working. Yeah, that's all with. I'm asking for is okay. What you know, this is this is what I'm I'm using is my criteria. And if you do that, great. If it's just oh, uh, because uh, otherwise you're just pontificating. So if, you're not giving me criteria. Here's a short list of players who are 25, so they're too old. Patrick Mahomes would probably make the list. Yeah. Josh Allen would probably make the list. Deshaun Watson, 25, would probably make the list. Nick Chubb, Christian McCaffrey, um, Quentin Nelson, Orlando Brown, uh, Miles Garrett, all 25 years old. So they are, those guys, Marshawn Latimer, 25 years old. Marlon Humphrey, 25 years old. Well, you could put together a pretty good team of 25-year-olds, it sounds like. Yes, you could. So, and it's, uh, here's some guys who just missed Antonio Gibson, J.K. Dobbins, your running back, James Robinson, uh, Ronald Jones II, T. Higgins, D.J. Chark, your receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster just misses, and uh, Jedrick Willis amongst those who just missed. Okay. So without further ado, let's run through the list real quick. Number 25, Raiders running back Josh Jacobs. Seems Fair, yeah, seems about right. He's actually been a like I think he's been better than a rare centerpiece running back. Like he's a legit, yeah, like a featured back. Uh, Chase Claypool, twenty four. Okay, Bills middle linebacker Tremaine Edmonds. I wonder about him. I mean, he's mm-hmm. good, but I, I've kind of expected him to be better. He mm-hmm. like he. I guess it depends on the rest of the list. Uh, twenty two, Miles Sanders. Twenty-one, Antoine Winfield Jr. Okay. Twenty, Quinnen Williams, Jets defensive tackle. Okay. Nineteen, Devin White, uh, from the Bucks. Dude, I would take the twenty-five-year-old team over this. Yeah, you know, Panthers defensive end Brian Burns at eighteen. Okay. Panthers wide receiver DJ Moore at twenty-four. Okay. Or he's twenty-four years old. I'm sorry, at seventeen. Hmm. Uh, number sixteen, Bengals safety Jesse Bates. Not real impressed with this group so far. I think it gets better right here. Bears inside linebacker Roquan Smith at 15. Okay. Saquon Barkley uh, is at 14. Okay. Minka Fitzpatrick, 13. Bucks tackle Tristan Wirfs is at 12. Okay. Guy you could give the jersey to. 
Number 11, 49ers outside linebacker Fred Warner. Okay. <laughs> the, sure he, uh, it's I'm... the love child of Fred Fowler and Barry Warner. Mm-hmm. Number 10, A.J. Brown. Now we're getting pretty good. Yeah, A.J. Brown's pretty good. Number 9, D.K. Metcalf. He's pretty good. That may be low on the list, right? Yeah, I think it is a little low. Number 8, Josiah Burrow. Hmm. Jose. Please call him Jose. Does that seem uh does that seem right? Uh that's hard to tell. I mean, we have such a small sample size. Yeah. I think he was outperforming what you thought he would do. Uh and he looked pretty good. They weren't winning games, but I think he'd look better than I anticipated he would look. But that doesn't uh Yeah, I don't know. Number seven, Justin Jefferson. Okay. Number six, Chase Young. He's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, number five, Jair Alexander. Okay. I'm guessing there's a couple of 24 years old. I'm guessing there's a Bosa in there. Well, you'd be correct. Number four, 49ers defensive end, Nick Bosa. So, uh, they're talking about Bosa coming like Bosa had, you know, Chase Young is the guy getting all the love, but they're saying Bosa looked like the absolute man during his own defensive rookie of the year campaign had a better first season than uh, Chase Young's. And they think he may be the next T.J. Watt, is what he says. Okay. That leaves three, and they're all quarterbacks. Kyler Murray, number three. It's too high. I would certainly rather have Nick Bosa or Chase Young than Kyler Murray. Uh, I would, too. Uh, Number two, Justin Herbert. Okay. 23 years old. Hart, yeah, another one, one good sample size season. But, I mean, certainly arrows going up. And you, I, I, mean, and I, you, I can't fault that. And you control him for the next four years. That's a, a fantastic contract to have. Yeah. Number one, Lamar Jackson, 24 years old. Don't hate that. You like Lamar Jackson more than Justin Herbert going forward? Yeah. Well, as of right now in their careers, yeah, I got, I'll take the guy who's won the MVP. Yeah. Um. Now T says Burrow tore up a pretty, uh, tore up a Bama D pretty close to the Texans D. Uh, mm. Honestly, right, like we we joke, but that Bama D had they had more NFL players than the Texans do. Well, that that LSU <laughs> offense had more. Yep. NFL. I, honestly, if you gave me that LSU offense right now over what the Texans have with where those guys Without are, Deshaun, the, yeah, I'd take it. Even with Deshaun, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, I don't well, help. Which I mean, would you take last year's Alabama offense? Probably. Boy, but I mean, at least LSU's two years removed now, so those a lot of those guys have already played yeah. the league, and you know, you know, Jefferson had a great year, and now you've got Jamar Chase out there. Dude, I'll I would say take this: that, I would take that right. If now. you took a combination of, so forget this year's Alabama team, but if you took a combination of the Tua championship team and the Joe Burrow championship team, you've got a team that would destroy the Texans. I think. Well, especially at this stage of their career. Yeah. I mean, because you're a couple of years removed. Take those guys now and like pick out the best of them. I bet you'd beat the Texans. I'm, in fact, I'm almost certain you would be. Yeah, I, I think. Well, well, I mean, look at how many of those guys are top 20 picks. Yeah. How many top 20 picks do you have they on did, the Texans? Texans didn't even have, they didn't have a top 70 pick. Oh, where did Var- Vernon Hargraves go? Oh, yeah, that's true. No, let's not forget top about pick. him. Some, you're right. Some of these guys could bust. You're right. But, top pick. Didn't Clyde Edwards-Alaire oh. better than any running back on their roster, oh. even after one season? Yes. I'm just saying. 
God, and you'd be talking about three receivers that went in the top 15. Yeah, I, I, I think so. But yeah, I don't, I don't want to see. Once again, this, this is steered into us dogging the Texans. It's kind of like Deshaun Watson steering people to his butt. It's easy to do. It, it kind of is. Not the steering people to Deshaun's butt. No, but. I mean that. They, that was a little difficult. But apparently, uh, people unhappy that Baker Mayfield did not make the top one hundred. Uh, I don't know. What, I'm I'm maybe a little surprised of that too. Uh, considering that, listen, he's I, on the he's on the just missed list. I, I know, but the so just, is Derek Carr. The, the just missed list is stupid. He should be on ahead of Kyler Murray. Baker may feel better player than Kyler Murray, but I don't think I disagree with that. Is he a better player than Derek Carr? I don't think so, but he's had more success already than at least playoff success. So. Here's the three quarterbacks on the just missed list. Okay, and then give me the three in a row again that they had. Okay, Baker Mayfield on the missed list. Just missed list. Okay. Derek Carr and Ryan Tannehill. Okay, and then the three that got... The 94, 93, 94, 95 is Kirk Cousins, Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow. I'll take... I like all three of those guys that didn't get in. I think so, too. Better than the three who did. And I think a, a more fair compare. I mean, hell, Joe Burrow and, and Baker Mayfield, Like, I think Baker Mayfield's accomplished more. So far, yeah. I mean, hell, hell Burrow missed half the season. More now, I will say this. Man, it, it, Kyler Murray was like nearly 5,000 yards of total offense last year. It doesn't mean his team was any good. But yeah, I, I mean, I just he's, I mean, he's better than I thought he would be. He's incredibly inconsistent. Yeah, and poor Marine says the Lions are a joke, but are better than the Texans. What does that say about them? Uh, what does it say about the Lions? No, what does it, it say about the, the Texans? Oh, well, it says I, what we've been telling you: the Texans are <laughs> they're, they're terrible. It's a I, joke. I think the Lions have more more talent because they had better draft picks this year. So. I don't know, man. Oh, man, Kirk, you know what? You know how many touchdown passes Kirk Cousins threw last year? 35. Career high. Yeah, how many picks did he have? 13. That's not That's not bad. Well, that's a decent ratio. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I also don't think he, he played a great season. I don't either. And, and I a think lot he of, and Kyler Murray are kind of, and really Deshaun Watson, kind of in the same boat. The numbers look good at the end of the year, but if you watch the games where they really... Great. I don't know. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. I have a gem of the day, courtesy of one of our listeners. I think you'll like it. It involves uh, a snake, and we know how much AJ loves snakes. It's a bliss on ESPN 97.5 On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios... Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. 
And we're back on the Blitz. A couple things before we get to the gym. Cody said, not sure if you talked about it, but do you think the Diggs restructure was a clear cap for Ertz or Julio or someone else? I, I think they're, I mean, that saves them like $7 million. So it certainly puts them in a position to add somebody. I just don't know that they'll be in on Julio. Um, and then uh, Fred's dark side said, instead of brown bags, Texans fans wear white towels. You know, you know how sensitive those bitches are. If you show up wearing white towels, you're getting kicked out. It's just like, uh, I, I bet a one fish, two fish jersey thing, like they were talking about earlier, I bet that'd get you kicked out. And then uh, Tamara Steelers girl said, I can't believe Chase Claypool missed that list. He will surprise you this year. I think he made the list. He was I like, thought he did. Yeah, yeah, he was like 19th. So, all right, let's do the Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. He was 24th on the list. So, okay. just and, made and, it. Yeah, so out of 25 is what we listed. All right, uh, we go to China, which has now become the Florida of Asia. Can we all agree? Yes. Um, you don't like snakes? No. I'm not a fan. Uh, I'm not going to try to catch one, though. If I see one, I'm there to kill it, right? Right. Yeah, or if, it's come, you know, if it's dangerous, I'm going to kill it. Well, a man in eastern China suffered a near-fatal snake bite and... and Frankly, it should have been fatal because some people probably should just, you know. Uh, he tried to catch a pit viper to make snake wine. Not wise. Uh, the 63-year-old, identified by his last name, Yu, underwent several hours of emergency treatment that ultimately spared his arm and saved his life. Um, reports said he had been take, taking a walk after lunch. When a nearby resident noticed a pit viper outside their home. A pit viper sounds like a badass that you would not mess with, right? Yeah, I don't want to touch that kind of snake. Yeah, like it's like a diamondback. Yeah. You, know, you don't want to mess with that. The species, also known as a Chinese copperhead, is also called a five-paced snake and sometimes a hundred-paced snake, denoting the number of steps a snake bite victim can take before succumbing to its venom. A hundred? Well, it's five-paced and hundred-paced. I don't know. That, that's a pretty big range. I'm against that. Uh, you had grabbed a Five shovel. might not even get you to the phone, much less to, yeah, to that's your not gonna car. Get, that's not going to get you to Chinese 911, whatever that is. Uh, I, I, I'm skipping over that. Thank God John Granado's not in this seat right now. <laughs> Female golfer. Anyway, uh, you had grabbed a shovel, said he wanted to kill the animal. However, he had a change of heart and decided to capture it alive to make snake wine. Ooh. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna he chose poorly. I'm gonna go. That was a bad decision. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the potent tonic is produced by infusing whole snakes, often alive, into rice wine or grain alcohol. It is consumed in some parts of Asia for its rumored medicinal properties, which range anywhere from curing diseases to boosting vitality and improving sexual performance. Uh, the hospital said you tried to pick up the viper and put it in a sack, but. He got struck on the right wrist. Blood gushed from his arm, and he felt a stinging pain. He tried to suck the venom out of his arm and washed his wound with clean water, but his gums began bleeding, and his lips went numb a few minutes later. <laughs> this is just like this guy. I'm sorry. This is terrible. This guy, I'm, I'm, I'm Team Pit Viper here. 
Uh, anyway, he uh, began develop- developing symptoms, including tightness in the chest, chest and difficulty breathing. Stumbled home, collapsed on the floor, leading family members to call an ambulance. He went emergency surgery and anti-venom treatment, which anytime I see the word anti-venom, I think of snakes on a plane. Uh, here's, here's, a, here's a fun visual. His urine turned black like soy sauce. That's terrible. Is it a little racist for them to use soy sauce? No, well? I mean, I can't. I don't know. Uh, but he, two, hour, two hours of blood and plasma transfusions. And um, so uh, all this trouble, he winds up living. And this was to make snake wine. Well, did he? Did, how'd the wine turn out? Well, it didn't because he got bit. Uh, mm. And Pit Viper said, uh-uh. uh-uh. So he didn't even get the wine, huh? No, of course not. Which I, I'll all right. I'm going to just say this: I'm not interested in snake wine. Sorry, man. Brady says, "Give this guy a Darwin Award." Yep, that's except he survived. So, anyway, that is yours, Zadok Jewelers, Gem of the Day. The Gem of the Day. It's the Gem of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gem of the Day. Tim asked, I get the feeling you guys may have Baker Mayfield a lot higher in your rankings than me. Where would you have him? I don't know exactly where I'd have him. I'd have him ahead of Kyler Murray, though, and I don't think much of Kyler Murray. So I think I have I have Baker in the 15 to 20 range. Mm. Would probably be where I'd end up. <laughs> Damn, Fred, I'm trying to eat my dumplings over here, and you're talking about pea soy sauce. I'm sorry. Yeah, you could have said, like, black motor oil. Danish can snake wine for AJ's last happy hour. <laughs> Yeah, that was actually Danish Ken who sent it to me. So, uh, 713-780, ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. And a good, a good Deshaun joke from Astro Rag on the Twitch. Not going to read it on air, but it's a good one. Um, all right, so we still have an hour to go in the show today. Still, you mean only have an hour to go? Eh, I mean, no, we've got a lot of good stuff. I've, I've got, right. I had a bunch of things. Uh, I do want to get to, I don't know if you saw this, but the list of people that Quentin Tarantino had for Pulp Fiction that did not get the roles. Ooh, I would like that. It's kind of it's kind of badass. I'd like to do that next hour. And um, you know, we got, got more, uh, more sports. More stuff. Yeah. All kinds of good stuff coming up. Just no snake wine. No, no more of that. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry that you didn't like that, but. No. I don't know. I wouldn't even drink snake wine. I wouldn't either. I don't like to drink poison, to be honest. Unless it's like a controlled poison, like well, whiskey. Like, yeah, well, that's over time. Yeah. That that is poison, but it, it's good poison. How, how much do you have to, uh, like, and you, you would know this better than me, and I know this because you've actually reached this point at some at some stage of your life. How much do you have to drink regularly to stop having hangovers the next day? Mm, I think it's just more over time. Like I, I never get hangovers anymore. Man, uh, there, there's some days I'll be a little slow if I weigh over, but I don't weigh overdo it that much anymore. I've been cranking it up to try to get rid of some of this beer. Yeah, I wake up every day feeling like McButt. So, hmm. yeah, I gotta figure something out. Uh, I, I mean, I can tell you what works for me that really a raw egg no uh basically 
Gatorade Zero and a handful of Aleve. Okay. Like, do you drink that before you go to bed? Uh, I'll, t- I'll take the Aleve before I go to bed, and when I wake up, I drink the Gatorade. It rehydrates you. Boom. Okay. And you're fine. You're ready to rock and roll. All right. So. Yeah, you just need to have a case of Pedialyte. Yeah, I just think I don't drink enough water during the day. That's why I'm having Topo Chico here instead of a Red Bull. I feel like maybe it's for when I get drunk tonight, it'll be more, uh, I'll feel better tomorrow. All right, uh, I got to tell you about Allstate. Allstate windows and siding, and let me tell you what. Well, my house got listed, and the open houses start on Thursday, but we've already had a few a few people in to look at it, and everybody, everybody has mentioned the windows, uh, how cool the ones on the back look. And my wife, of course, she takes full ownership of that because she's the one who who picked out how those windows would look. Um, but they, I tell them, hey, you know what's great? They do look great, but guess what? They save me 40% of my electric bills. That's what I'm talking about. 25% off all window packages right now. All you got to do to get that is just say, hey, I listened to uh, listen to ESPN 97.5. Listen to AJ and Fred's show. Boom, 25% off. Oh, you're a military vet or a current, uh, if, if you're in law enforcement, guess what? More discounts. Oh, you're going to pay all cash up front? More discounts. Keep them coming. 832-204-1936. Or allstatesidingandwindows.com. That's 832-204-1936 for Allstate Siding and Windows. Real fun. ESPN 97.5.